Welcome to the Flight House Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Russell, and in this podcast, I coach Maria through the process of being a Catholic creative. Together, we journey through the principles of inspiration, routine, deep work, joy, and so much more. Come create with us. Hello. Hey. How are you? Good. Good. All right, let's open with prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord Jesus, I entrust my mind, skills, and hands to you today. You have created me with this beautiful talent. Please allow me to, like you, rest in the work after it has been completed, to create and then rest, and to see the fruit that comes out of it. Lord, when you created heaven and earth, you knew that there was going to be problems with humanity, and you created it anyway and you rejoiced in that. Please help me to rejoice in my work even when it is incomplete or I feel that it is not perfect. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Do you go by Maria, Marifer? How do you say your name? (laughs) And I've asked this before. In English, uh, because people tend to have a hard time pronouncing the, the, the M and the A and then the R and the F and all, all that together, I go by Maria. Um, okay. In Spanish, I go by Marifer, Fer, Fernanda. Um, really, I have like a lot of nicknames. Maria Fer. Maria Fer, yeah, something like Marifer. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marifer. Yep. Uh, I wish I could get it down. <laughs> I'm going to be able to say it that way because it's so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) So Maria and I are going to be recording every week. We're going to be recording her journey through learning how to create and how to do that on a consistent basis and build this dream that build and design with intentionality, this dream that she has had working in her heart for a long time. And maybe we won't get it to where it's launched, but we're going to get it from this little dream to a point where it has gone beyond just you where it's gone beyond just in your head to actually starting to take shape, which I'm very excited about. So can you fill us in on what the nature of the dream is? um, And what do you see? What's, what's on your heart? And then what have you seen, like where it would progress and what it would look like? Sure. Um, So the vision for this dream is to build um, communities that are uh, sustainable and that are self-sustaining. They're the sustainable part. Um, but the important part about this is that it's not just a dream to build tiny houses or to teach people how to, you know, develop. Because the Lord is super important to me, and I want Him to be part of that too. And I want others to to be able to include Him in that, um, even before or while they're acquiring these new skills. Um, so the goal is to basically have a ministry that builds tiny houses while teaching the gospel and mm-hmm. accompanying people. Um, those that are helping build the homes, but also those that are you know, in the community and that are also like working together. Um, <clears throat> yeah. and. I want to accomplish this by having a team, right, of missionaries that, you know, fundraises and develops and plans things for most of the month or, well, most of the year. But then during the summer, um, takes volunteers, maybe like 20 or so, to these, like, marginated 
four communities that are regularly like on the beaches like or near the beaches of Mexico um, that have been regularly displaced by resource and big hotel chains um, and that are struggling and to work together with them to develop their communities into yeah something that's sustainable and self-sustaining and, and the biomimic that takes the wisdom from nature and the wisdom from God and uses it to like strive and to like yeah, get better. That is beautiful. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> Say that again. While teaching the gospel too. Yeah, actually I was gonna ask if you can say a little bit more into that. What would be, do you see anywhere like specifically where you'd wanna go with teaching the gospel, like any specific direction or would yeah. it look different maybe each year? No, 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 it, it, it would be the same every, well, I mean, it depends on the people, right? Mm -hmm. um, like the, the method that my sister and I use is called intentional accompaniment. And it's all based on meeting with a person where she's at, walking with the Lord, whether it's like super far away or like very close to the Lord and walking with them in order to bring about their conversion and then continue to work with them to bring about their missionary conversion so that they can also preach the gospel. Um, so that's all already well established. Somebody else has done that for me. Um, I don't have to worry about that as much. It's a matter of um, training the people that I want to work with and mm -hmm. then um, training the volunteers and also the, the members of the community that are interested um, because it's, it's a very simple thing to do. Yeah, it, for sure. <laughs> that was, that was going to be the next thing I asked was if you would be teaching other people how to do this intentional accompaniment, which is really beautiful. So that makes sense. Um, do that part. So I'm, I'm, so I'm going somewhere with that. Yeah, no, I love it. So, okay. So right now you're, you're working on that intentional accompaniment area of your life, right? On how to, on walking people through that. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I have, um, well, I'm coaching three people on this and then they are each coaching one or two people. Wow. Okay. Very cool. It's spreading out. <laughs> yes. That, that's the goal. Multiplication. Yeah. Okay. And that whole thing of that whole dream that you see of building these sustainable communities and everything like that, what's the time frame you see around that? Well, right now it's, it has a 10 year time frame um, because I feel I don't have the knowledge or the skills or the experience to accomplish it. Yeah. So we're here. <laughs> I love it. Okay. And then lastly, what are, if you, let's see how to ask this question, but if you could do anything right now with your time at all, money didn't matter, time didn't matter, health didn't matter, what would you want to do right now with your time? Uh, well, probably preparing myself to accomplish that dream. Like if mm -hmm. I already have the skills and the knowledge, I would definitely be like hands down doing that. Like I mm -hmm. would be... I suppose like developing a, a, a budget for, for, for that and like meeting with communities and pitching the idea and like working together with them. And then, yeah, building my own tiny house for a start to be, see if it's possible. Um, like that, that's part of it. Like I want my house or the place where I live at least for like four months to be like, like, like a goal that other people can achieve too. Like, yeah. I don't want to, like, you know, go and, like, build some, like, rundown version of, like, a home with, I don't know, like, concrete and, like, some bricks and maybe a few palm trees. Um, 
I want it to be beautiful and, and quality and, and for people to be able to aspire to something that, that I will aspire. Yeah. Do you have, um, do you go, cause I have this like huge Pinterest board where like I have all these tiny homes saved and everything. Do you have something like that? Absolutely. Yes. I have. Okay. So I have my, my, my vision board that has like all these different arenas. And then I have, within that I have like my area of environment, but then I also have a separate one that has like tiny houses that's divided in two, like just pretty ideas and the things that I actually want to have in my own house. Like I have it all designed in my head and I'm actually like doing it on SketchUp right now, which is like a 3D modeling program. Yeah, so that's coming along. Like I've, I've got it all thought out. Yeah, what are some <laughs> materials? What are some materials you'd see yourself like implementing and using that would be environmentally friendly? Well, definitely wood. What is my favorite material to work with? Um, I'm not entirely sure yet because I want it to be as like like vernacular, like as basic as possible. Yeah. Okay. So that people can find where they live. Um, like I don't want to be like important ex exporting things that I just think that are cool or like efficient. Like there's these like amazing material called zip panels, um, but they're like. Like, people are not going to have access to that. Like, they're two, like, wooden panels, like, with, like, insulation in between. And they're very strong and, like, very thin. And they're, they're fantastic. Uh, but who's going to be able to access that in, like, a beach mm -hmm. in the middle mm -hmm. of, I don't know where, with no money? Right. Yeah. So you want grassroots materials. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I want things that are, like, as natural and as, like, local as possible. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wonder if the geographical like history of a place too could give some insight into that okay. um yeah and then going back and looking at okay how did they build sustainable homes in the past and how can we take that and take it into the modern world and yeah that's why i love like i love vernacular vernacular architecture and i also really like biomimicry because it takes the, those two things right like people that built their homes back in the past like they didn't have all these like modeling tools and they just had the materials that they saw growing in the field and, and the trees and the plants and they had to work with that. So right yeah. now I'm actually, I am thinking of like putting palm, like, you know, like the, the palm branches and like putting that on top. Um, so like on the roof, maybe not as yeah. like, but like kind of like, kind of like cladding. Like yeah, I'll put that on top. So I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and for our readers or our listeners <laughs> benefit um i live in america and maria lives in mexico so there is a you know there's a world there that i don't know because geographically i just don't know because i live in illinois and it is cold here very cold here <laughs> um but i love it like i love the idea of the grassroots building right like here a grassroots community like that what you're talking about would be so different from there and if you ever went international it would be so important to to take that knowledge and the knowledge of how to research this even I think there's a special gift that you're coming into this with of not knowing to begin with <laughs> if you came into this with this sort of pre-programmed knowledge of and some people have this some people maybe they grew up in communities where they they just knew growing up they always knew what was best to, to build with in their community, right? In their geographical region. If you came into this knowing that already, you'd have a head start in Mexico. But if you ever grew beyond Mexico or from this specific area where you are um, by, the, by the ocean, it wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to take that and, and learn easily in other places. 
But if you can learn how to do it there, you're going to have the skills for learning it anywhere else you go. And being able to pass on that knowledge to your team members too, as they grow and expand and start doing things everywhere, which is going to be awesome. Which by the way, I don't have any team members yet. So <laughs> Exactly. This is so, this is such the beginning stages. It really is. Yeah. yeah but you know what, from what you're saying right now, like I, I feel like I have an advantage on that because I actually didn't study in Mexico. Like I went to Canada, to Ottawa, like cold capital of the world to study how to build sustainably so all my knowledge and based on, is based on that weather which has nothing to do with the weather in Mexico like I come back here and like none of the things that I learned are all, like basically applicable oh my gosh almost it's like I did you realize the- that going into it yeah like I came back and like like back in Canada like you have even in the states like you have to like design like the envelope of your building so like the walls with like several different materials and like different mm. techniques to be able to like stop the water and the snow and the mold and like you know you name it there's something a barrier for it and the wind just build, like, <laughs> a brick wall and that's it or just like <laughs> and then they paint it that's it oh my gosh that's interesting now what about like and you probably you might not know this but like with a hurricane or something like that are there ways to like help with that kind of condition well I don't know if there are local ways. Like I'm sure they, they have developed them because they happen every year. Um, right. So I'm thinking about Florida. I mean, there, there's tornadoes, right? So um, okay. you have to like design things to be able to like hold to the, basically to the ground like properly. There's all these like, the tiny house like I designed for like my um, final project with a couple people. Um, like, it was in a trailer. So we need to make sure that it wouldn't get blown away. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So like there's like the pulling force and like you, you need to use like proper screws and all these things. Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Illinois has almost every type of dangerous weather other than, um, other than hurricanes. But I would say like, despite having every type of dangerous weather we have, it's like mild yeah. of each type. So we, we do get tornadoes, we get snowstorms, we get wind and rain, like all those types of things. We get mold, but it tends to be like anywhere else you go, like if you, if that's the only danger, it tends to be more intense. Oh yeah. Right. So you have to provide for everything, but you also don't really have to worry too much about a tornado. Like the chances of a tornado actually being an issue is kind of slim. Or a, yeah. Or a snowstorm actually being an issue is slim. You know, we, we do get like a lot of accidents around blizzard time. Um, But even in olden days, there were worse blizzards than there are now because we have so many more trees. Than used to exist before so the high winds are less of an issue than they even used to be so yeah that's really interesting because i'm thinking also of florida where like hurricanes are a big issue and they put the houses up on stilts but in mexico if you're using like i don't know like it seems like if you're not building from wood if you're building from brick that's a little too heavy to just go up on wooden stilts or something yeah yeah it could yeah. be like I, a lot of people over here like i think i i haven't Actually, I have seen like houses built on the beaches before. Um, they generally use bricks and adobe, um, which are, I mean, like it's clay, right? Like it's kind of heavy. Yeah. Um, I mean, if possible, I would like to move away from that a little bit. Although clay and mm-hmm. adobe are pretty like sustainable. You take the dirt and you mold it and then you put it on your wall. So that, that's, that's a bit yeah. better than um, But yeah, that's definitely an issue. Like not just um, the, like the, tw- the hurricanes, but also the earthquakes. Like, Mexico is oh. like all the time. So you have you had about earthquakes? 
yeah you need to have something that's like flexible and that can kind of like move but like maintain its shape afterwards and that will mm-hmm. like, like yeah like break as much um well that'd be good for all kinds of buildings right um yeah yeah because we don't have earthquakes i forgot about this <laughs> yeah. i mean we had one tremor years ago that i remember but it was like so mild half my family slept through it the other half woke up and was like wait was that what was that <laughs> yeah. yes yeah. so okay so yeah and it's not like we're trying to solve these problems right now but I was I was curious to just kind of lay them all out and be like okay so here's here's the dream here's yeah. what you need to learn <laughs> yeah, right and that. yes yeah exactly and but you also do have a you do have a grounding in it yeah. I think more than most of our listeners would have, right? And certainly more than I have. Um, you know, I've dabbled in looking at tiny houses. I've always liked the idea, but um, thinking about geographical locations, stuff like that, that has never occurred to me. You know, I love the adobe look. I love that clay, those clay walls that like no hard corners and that, you know, the wall blending into the ceiling, that kind of look. Um, but I've also recognized that that's very impractical in where I live. Um, a sod house would probably be more practical, but even then, um, yeah, it's just, it's a very different type of world. So that's really cool to think about all those different things. Um, okay. So I think, so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be learning not, I'm not going to be teaching you all those stuff because obviously I don't know those things. That's not (laughs) my area of expertise, but what I am going to be coaching you through is some of the more basic skills, the more basic skills of building a routine, um, creating daily and really taking action. So, um, and, and not being afraid of taking action because of not knowing something, not knowing something is simply, it's simply a, an informational road sign for you that says, Hey, by the way, that's something you have to learn, you know, but if we wait until we know everything before we act, then we'll never act because we'll never know everything. Yeah. So the basic skills I'm going to teach you first are going to be to create daily. And I've already had you write a 100 uh, word short story. Did you do that? Yeah, I did. I enjoyed that. Nice. I actually managed to do it, which is, it's, it's great. Like it's, it started good. And then I like, I was a bit over it and then I like cut made some words and then I had less than that, but I, I like, I, I narrowed it down until I had like the exact 100 words. Yep. Yep. And that's, that's an interesting technique because it really is to have just exactly 100 words. Yeah. It's like, you really are very careful about each word that goes in there. So I love that. Um, okay. So what we're going to be doing is I'm going to set you up with a routine, a creation, create daily routine and um, share weekly. So what that looks like is that every day you're going to start creating something and that can be up to you. We'll discuss that in a second, what you want to do. And then you're also going to be choosing a social media platform and talking about your experiences of creating on that social media platform and also sharing your dream and talking about exactly what we're going through here on social media, because it gets you into the habit of sharing what you're up to so that when you're ready, um, talking about it isn't so scary, which I think is one of the biggest things we have to get past when we're creating and sharing things. So what would you like to be creating daily? Now, something, I'll I'll just lay some ground rules first. When you're creating daily, it's important that what you're doing, what you're working on is, can be completed in one sitting, um, one short sitting. So 
if you're working on a novel and you're creating daily on that, it's not, that's not good because you can sit down in front of it and you'll end up reading a pair, like a page and being like, well, I don't know where to go from that. So I'll get up and I'll do some other things. I'll come back and I'll edit a bit more. And then you just, you actually never get around to creating more. So what you want to be doing is creating a poem or a short story um, or flash fiction. And that's, that's for writing. If you're drawing, you want to do a sketch. You want to do, um, you, you could maybe do a full picture, like it's fully painted or fully colored in, but you make sure it's smaller. You give yourself like a quarter of a page to work on and you decide I'm going to work in that space and finish it within a half hour. Um, I'm trying to think of other things you could create, but like if you were a carpenter and you were whittling something, you'd have to pick up a small piece of stick, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whittle something small. So it's always going to be something small that you can, when you're done, you can take a picture of it and say, I made something. Mm -hmm. okay. So go ahead. Yeah. What, what do you, what's jumping out at you that you'd like to create every day? And it can be multiple things. Right now. Um, like the things that I'm creating right now cannot be accomplished in a day. Like I, I make um, tiny houses, like literally like really small ones out of like materials that we recycle and I upcycle them and make these like tiny little things. Um, I love your tiny houses. Thank you. But it takes me like two days or maybe like a week even if I like get super vicious. Like the other day they started to put a, like a straw roofing on and it took a while to collect like the grass from my garden and like have it dry and then like, put it on things. Um, but I'm thinking, what about what about pieces of furniture? Tiny like cardboard pieces of furniture. Yeah, that would be cute. I was thinking of drawing. I was thinking of sketching. Like I, I used to like, love sketching and drawing when I was like in high school. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a while. Um, and like, I think it would go well with this challenge that I was like thinking of doing um, that it's basically like you go outside in nature and you spend like 20 minutes every day and then like you reflect and create like, like you're sketching things. So like it would go well with that. Cool. Let's do it. Yes. All right. So drawing each day, we'll do that for, you'll do that each week and each week you're going to take a picture of it after you create it and send me the picture. Mm hmm yeah, so I create like this little sketch every day and then I send it to you. Right? Mm -hmm. Each yep. week, like, I change it or like I keep doing the same challenge? Do the same challenge for this week and then we'll discuss it next week and see if okay. you want to do something else or keep doing the same thing. And then your other homework is to choose a social media platform that you want to um, share your work on. Okay, that's a little bit more difficult because coincidentally, I am trying to do Fiat 90. And one of the things that they say is that, well, like, uh, was agreed on that was it, I wouldn't be using social media platforms. Okay, so that's totally fine. So let's work around that. So instead of sharing on social media, do you, how do you, um, how are you interacting with long distance friends right now? Um, either WhatsApp or Messenger. Okay, perfect. So build a group in one of those mm -hmm. where you let your friends know. Um, I don't know what's up very well, but um, I know in Messenger, at least you can create a group and 
ask some of your friends if they're interested in joining and helping keep you accountable for this project that you're working on where you can share um, what we're doing on there. And that's your homework for this week is to build. I'd like you to try and find, you know, make it 10 people at a minimum. Okay, that discards my group of best friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, I'll create another one. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, create a new group, but they can all, everyone who's in that group can go over to the new one. Yeah. Yeah. And if they want to start doing something like this too, they're totally, you know, you guys can just keep it going where, you know, multiple people can be sharing if they want to. Don't push that. You know, you're just trying right now. <laughs> right now, you're just trying to do it for yourself, right? It's just that you're making sure other people are seeing what you're working on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a bit more scary than showing me because it's just showing me is kind of safe. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, when I'm proud of something, I like to share it with everybody. But... Good. That's really good. <laughs> but that's when I'm proud of it. Right. So if you, okay, so let's say that you made something and you were just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how bad this is. Right. <laughs> Share it and say that. Just be like, hey, I only had five minutes today. I threw this together. Can you believe this? Like how bad this is? <laughs> and just laugh over it because, so the main goal of creating daily is to have fun with it. You're trying to laugh. You're trying to create something that's bad. <laughs> got it yep and it's a bonus if you create something that's great <laughs> that's but in good. 20 minutes you're not going to create a great you know western work of art right no hopefully <laughs> probably not but yeah you're developing the skill of creating daily and you're developing the skill of sharing it yeah which are okay. both very important things yeah okay. all right so i think we've hit a half hour um so just to wrap up, we've got, um, you're going to be creating daily, sharing, you're not sharing daily yet. You're just, you're building that group. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you can start, but that's, that's a bonus. Your, your homework is actually just to build the group. Got it. Yep. And, uh, yeah. So I feel like there's something else. Oh, choose a social media platform. So that's, that's next. You're not doing that. <laughs> that's why I keep doing like there's something else that I didn't say. I mean, I think I could do it on like the Instagram that I, 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 my sister and I like we're working on this project more somewhat together, um, like mm -hmm. we're using my idea and like her idea. Um, so like I, I was like, I need to do something and I like changed the Instagram that we had to like get free stuff. Um, so it's there. It has one post. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't worry about we'll that one yet. But we'll see. Yes, I think that's going to be a place we're going to definitely go to. Um, so remind me about that at some point, yeah. but we're going to wait to get there because if you're trying to put something out on something that has a purpose right now, mm. then you're not having as much fun while you're building the habit. Got it. Yeah. Makes putting sense. a lot of pressure on it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep. All right. Let's close with prayer. In the name of the father and the son, the Holy spirit. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this time together. St. Joseph, we dedicate these sessions to you. You were a faithful carpenter. You probably built homes. So we ask you to please extend your blessing over Maria and help her to have direction, have peace, and have just great joy in this dream that God has placed on her heart. We thank you in advance for all the blessings that this year of, the, of St. Joseph will bring. And 
we celebrate that a dream this amazing has been placed on Maria's heart and that I have been given the gift of being able to participate in it with her and helping her to build it. In Jesus' name, we say all these things. Amen. All right. I'll see you next week. Yeah. Take care. Bye. This has been a production of The Flight House. For access to additional helpful content, become a member at buymeacoffee.com forward slash The Flight House. There you will find videos of Maria and my meetings. If you would like to hire me as a coach, you can email me at flighthousecreators at gmail.com.